Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. How's it going over there? Fabulous. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Um, we're here. We all survived, everybody. Yesterday was a difficult day, I know, for so many people um, because, tragically, uh, Facebook and Instagram wore down. And WhatsApp, which honestly was the one that really did me in. What? Are you drunk? You're not on WhatsApp, are you? Heck yeah, I am. Oh, what do you use WhatsApp for? Uh, to communicate with people. <laughs> it's a great it's a great place for if you have friends, I'm going to say it, who have non-iPhone devices. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just, we use I, it in that regard. I did not give two uh, stinks about yesterday's downage other than Instagram. Of those mm-hmm. three things you mentioned, that's the one I'm on. But that's just to like sort of peruse. It's like, uh, I don't know what to do with myself for the next 30 seconds, so I'm going to look at people's Instagrams. Yeah. And like that's a mild inconvenience. And then of course I went by the time we left the studio yesterday, I fully had forgotten that that was a thing until I got home and I was like, Oh, I wonder if that stuff's back up yet. And it wasn't up uh, until later yesterday. And when it came back up, Ofta, uh, every listen, here's this is what was funny about it. The only place you knew anything was Twitter. Yeah. So you had over now, first of all, I was not surprised at the timing of this downage, as we've called it, because the night before on 60 Minutes, they had done an interview with the Facebook whistleblower yeah. where she really laid some stuff down. Yeah. Um, apparently, Facebook has wondered the identity of this person for a long time. She ended up, um, it is, by the way, it's a woman by the name of uh, Francis Haugen. And she was interviewed on 60 Minutes. She used to work at Facebook. Mm-hmm. She saw a lot of stuff on the inside that she was not uh, enamored with. She copied like hundreds of pages of research that they had done and uh, you has that in her possession. And she uh, filed a complaint with federal law enforcement against Facebook. Among other things, what she's really saying is a lot of times Facebook would make um, decisions about the algorithm that were in their best interest and not necessarily in the community's best interest. A big business is making decisions in their own best interest. Facebook is not a charity. Right. Anybody who uses Facebook not under. Look, I think Facebook has a lot to explain. Um, that they have been manipulative in a way that's not very helpful. Um, but I also understand that a lot of times people just have very strong feelings about Facebook. And I'm like, but they've let you use their product for free for like a very long time. Mm-hmm. Did you not think they were going to get something in return and still pay 
all those people multi-million dollar salaries every year? Yeah. I mean, they're in it to to make the most yeah. amount of money possible. Yeah. I mean, that's um, not excusing actual criminal behavior. But no. And there's, there I mean, any. there's a lot of other stuff, too, that like uh, on, on the Instagram side, there was research that basically proved mm-hmm. that Instagram is damaging to young women in yeah. particular. Yeah. Um, and, and all of that was present. And she, she did this interview anyway. So then you wake up the next morning and Facebook and Instagram are down. And then there's rumors. By the way, I think in many places it was being reported as fact, but I really think it was still a rumor that there were people who were really being denied access, who worked at Facebook, who were trying to get on campus to figure out what was at the bottom of the well, I, the, the downage. Yeah, the systems apparently, it wasn't just the website that was down. They had a bunch of systems that went down. I was reading about how um, their security badge system didn't work, so they couldn't get back in because all of their systems are connected yeah. in some way, which clearly seems like a bad idea I mean, again i don't know nothing i don't work at uh, geek squad but i would think like maybe you shouldn't be that connected such that like if something is a problem you can't get back into the building to fix it right because all of their internal um workflow um i think it's called workspace or something they have a program wherein everybody uses that for their like jobs that right. was unavailable so there was just like all sorts of Chicanery. It certainly doesn't make Facebook look like uh, the most mm, well-run organization. Not even a little bit. But what I also found interesting was then what did celebrities do uh, when, and everybody actually, everybody did this, when Facebook and Instagram are down, Yeah, where do people go? Twitter. Twitter. And yeah, so Twitter we, had a heyday with oh, that. Oh, Twitter was like its own special party yesterday. And what I especially found interesting was Chrissy Teigen, who essentially took herself off of Twitter. Yeah. Because the haters were hating. Because people, because haters were uh, hating. By haters, I mean people with opinions. There were actual haters. But, sure. But well, um, there always it are. It wasn't, it didn't work for her business model. So she moved over to Instagram uh, because that was a, I don't know, she felt a better platform for whatever she's trying to peddle. Well, she showed back up on Twitter. And honestly, the last time we heard from her on Twitter was in June. And then suddenly she's like, well, here's what I was going to post on Instagram. And it's a picture of her dog putzing around. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. And then suddenly she's up and running. She's got oh. uh, a new Peloton that she was telling the world about. She was tweeting about Same. that. It's literally like it broke the Twitter seal for her again. Yeah. And now she's just doing Twitter. Well, she is a person, like it or not, who her way of you know, making money is to have a presence sharing her life. On social media. Right. She is like the chief influencer. And what I think is interesting is that it's she couldn't just take a hot day off, right? Like she couldn't just go, ah, it's like a snow day, right? Like when you're, you know, in school and there's a snow day, that's Mother Nature telling you, take a break, yeah. put your feet up. Oh it's my God. all good. I, like, honestly, I wish there was a part of me that was like, maybe this is like the beginning of the end and it's just going to go away for good because... I think people need to, and I'm sure it was a great experience and exercise for some in seeing that life will actually go on Mm -hmm. if Facebook doesn't exist. Because I have news for you. It wasn't that long ago that it was just not even a thing. Right. Much less, you know, such a suck of our attention span. Which a lot of people were kind of talking about on other social media channels, right? Like, oh, I hope it goes away for good. Uh, 
still using social media to talk about hoping that social media goes away. Anyway, the yeah. other person who took, to, I know, I mean, it is, this is where we live. The other thing is, uh, also, I think all them people at Twitter should be real careful oh. because the minute you start tap dancing on the grave of somebody, it's like, yeah, but you realize that that could happen to you guys. Right. I mean, I get that they were just trying to make the most out of a perfect, you know, a perfect uh, publicity moment. So. Right. Um, the other person who showed up on the Twitters, where sh- where we usually communicate with her on the Insties, is our girl Britney Spears. So she took her act over oh, to I Twitter. Oh, yeah. She took her that. act over to Twitter. What did um, she say on the Twitter? So yesterday she posted. Now, I got to see. I'm sure now it has been posted on Instagram, but she went over to the Twitters uh, and posted a picture of herself, um, one of the many on her oh, yeah. patio, you know, halfway pulling her pants down in a crop top, looking at the camera, getting back on my feet after my trip to French Polynesia. Such a cool place. Well, that answers that question. Where was she? Yeah, she wasn't mm-hmm. in Hawaii after all. No. She loves the Pacific, that one. She sure does. So she was in French Polynesia, uh, and she's back, and she's getting back on her feet. And then the other thing she posted um, was then, oh, shoot, and I, I thought I put it up here, too. She also posted uh, another message that basically said something along the lines of, um, when I think about, here, Uh, The Free Britney Movement. I have no words. Because of you guys and your constant resilience in freeing me from my conservatorship, my life is now in that direction. I cried last night for two hours because my fans are the best, and I know it. And that that accompanies a video of her in shorts and a crop top posing in front of the camera. That's all she does. And then she said, I feel your hearts and you feel mine. That much I know is true. Anyway, the point is... Everybody was taking what they would have done on the Insties and putting it up on the Twitters, yep. including Chrissy Teigen, yeah. including Britney Spears. Yeah, just because, you know, one light goes out doesn't mean uh, there aren't still opportunities to let us all know what you're doing at any given moment of the day. And probably they had it all planned for Instagram, but then had to take it to the Twitter, like, for oh, example, for sure. our girl Adele. Because she used Twitter yesterday to make an announcement. Yes, thank God. The world, you know, there have been all these like mysterious 30 posters showing up around the world Mm -hmm. and everybody assumed. And then I did notice yesterday morning before all this social media stuff, the world noticed that um, she uh, changed her profile image on Twitter and like, you know, removed everything on the top. So we knew something was coming. Oh, and it seems as though something is coming. Um, she, it seems like, uh, was announcing her next studio album, Yeah, which will be called 30. Well, duh. Thank a lot you. of people have been assuming it's going to come like we're going to get new music this week. So well, fingers crossed three hours ago, she posted a little black and white video, uh, easy on me, October 15th. And it is a oh, 21, 21 second video. Teasing, I'm sure, her new song. I can't wait. Remember, also, she will be uh, on Saturday Night Live on October 24th. Oh, my God. This fall could not get any better. I know. Also, next Saturday, don't forget, Kim Kardashian. I don't care about that. Hosting Saturday Night Live. She took Jake Gyllenhaal's spot. We're not amused.
Did she really? Yeah. That was a blind item I think we read yesterday. Ugh. No, you were here for that, weren't you? No. Nope. Didn't we do that last week? No, I don't think so. I anyway. don't remember that. Anyway, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, the rumor mm. is uh, he got bumped. Rude. Yeah. Ugh. By Kim. Anyway, congratulations, everybody. You survived the Facebook and Instagram outage of 2021. Yeah, we're still here. We're still here. Just because social media went down doesn't mean we did. We uh, broadcast the entire day here on My Talk 1071, so we're not going to leave you. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're we're not. There's no outage here. We're media and we're social. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hello, friends. Hello. Uh, let's talk about Adele and some new music. Oh, so exciting. Oh, gosh. It's really wonderful I needed, news. Um, I need emotions, and Adele is my ticket to those, so hurry up, honey. I've got a few. I'm totally with you, Bradley. I love this. So her first new music in six years is coming out on October 15th. Mark your calendars. Adele just announced this today. There have been weeks of speculation that she had new music in the works, and she announced this new single. It's called Easy On Me. So she teased the track in a black-and-white clip shared to social media. Uh, It features her putting a cassette tape into a player Mm. as she sits behind the Mm. wheel of a car. Sounds lovely. It's really wonderful. And she fires up the engine she drives down a country road there's a gentle piano melody begins sheet music flies out of the car's back window and there you go millions of views in just minutes Mm -hmm. and people have just been waiting for her new music uh her album 25 came out in november of 2015 uh listen i can't believe it's been Years. Seeing her perform at the XL Energy Center. Oh was, my gosh, a spiritual experience. It was really, I am very riveted by people who, now granted, of course, she has other musicians, amazing musicians performing with her. That being said, I mean, it is her voice. When, when you have like a single person who their voice can captivate an entire stadium of people yeah. without like a lot of, you know, pomp and circumstance. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. There's only She's one other person that I've had that experience with. Who? Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. yeah. The greatest singer in the world. I saw she her. really has one of the most amazing live voices. Yes. Did I ever tell you guys my Celine Dion no. story? No. Tell it. When I was in Vegas, spring break, my senior year of college. Side note, five days is too long. Whatever. Yeah, oh, Make your choice oh. accordingly. And um, Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But I was walking around Caesar's Palace and the somebody came up to me and they were like, hey, um, do you want to go see Celine Dion tonight? And this was, they were shooting her, I think it was a CBS special that was, so they were shooting it and she had, they, her concert was not happening yet. Her, her stay at Caesar's Palace, they had just built this space just for her to perform in. And, um, and I was like, yeah, but I'm here with like 10 friends. And they were like, great, we'll give you 10 tickets. <laughs> Stop oh God, it. So we all got to go for that's free insane. to watch her perform. It was amazing. How lucky is that? It was unreal. And I was in college. Like, I had no I money. I would have had no like, money to even buy the tickets. What is this? This isn't real. Yeah, what are right? you trying to scam me it out of? That's really great. That's amazing. Yes. But isn't she just an amazing live performer? Yes. Yes. Because her voice is just, like, so pure. And it's just right on. It's and it's real. every note. And it's yeah. real. And that's all just it is. Just like Adele. Just like Adele. So, mm-hmm. October 15th. Mark your calendar. Plan your day accordingly. Um, I wish that this... Uh, I don't know. I, I feel very conflicted about this headline and why we're even asking this question. So I'm just going to read the headline to you. Yeah. Emily Radishkowski explains why she didn't speak out for years after Robin Thicke allegedly groped her. Oof. Okay. Let's unpack this. Yeah. So number one, also, by the way, Robin Thicke will be my D-bag today for that very story. Mm-hmm. Uh why why do we need to why why do we need to have a conversation with the victim about why she chose to not say anything now what she's saying is later on she says i was an unknown model and if i had spoken out or complained i would not be where i am today i would not be famous i don't know i but she's entitled to she can feel however she needs to feel yeah. about the situation that being said why are we asking Still, why didn't you say something? Because she did say something when it happened. Right. And then the director got involved and said, what is wrong with you? Stop. And they like shut down the whole filming of the deal. Now, it didn't go public, but she did say something then. I don't know. I just don't like the headline. The headline like made me uncomfortable because I feel like it just like reiterates this conversation that we always are having, which is, well, why didn't you say something? Yeah. Well, it must not have happened if you didn't say something right when it it happened. You you should have said something right away. Uh, Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't. But then at the same time, she's saying, I didn't say something then because I felt like I would have been penalized for my career. Right. Why? Because I said something. But I wish the conversation, I wish the headline would reflect that as essentially like this is what we need to change. Like Emily says, she didn't speak out. It just out puts her because, in the position of having to explain his behavior. And she shouldn't have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm glad we're on the same page. Oh, big time. I don't know what to say about Megan Trainer and her husband having oh, toilets next to each other also, other than the fact D-bag that they segment. do. They have toilets. <laughs> what? Right? Okay. Next to each other. This is very funny. She says she did a podcast interview and she said, nobody knows this, but in our bathroom, there was one toilet and a lot of time in the middle of the night when we're with the baby, we've got to pee at the same time. So I was like, can we please have two toilets next to each other? No. And then she admitted that her contractor initially thought she was joking, but he ended up agreeing to the request and added a new toilet beside the existing one. She said, we've got two toilets sitting next to each other. 
we've only pooped together twice. Oh, but okay. We've no. The same time. Do not even, no. no more. No. No. You're not doing that. We're not doing oh, that. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that no. hilarious? Who in their right mind? No. That's, that's yeah, but here's there's the so thing. many layers of that. I don't understand why you don't just get multiple bathrooms. Thank like, you. Don't Thank you have you. another bathroom? I mean, and listen, I... That's a weird rich people flex. <laughs> Right? Like, instead of saying, could we, like, turn this closet into a bathroom, you just choose to put another toilet right next to the other one? Like, with no partition or a door? I watch enough HGTV to know that putting that plumbing together (laughs) is not an easy fix. So, like, yes, you could have just put it in a different room. It, I don't get it. It's also, very interesting it's, to put two It reminds toilets. me of the Saturday Night Live sketch, The Love, the love toilet. toilet. Do you remember oh, that? Yes. Where they're like two toilets wrapped around each other so that you can I bet share they I bet that that's what they time. have. Oh gosh, I can't. Isn't I that remember. very funny? I just think no, that's so Elizabeth, strange. It's not funny. It's <laughs> sad. It's, I just I don't extremely um, upsetting. Yeah, I don't get it. I know. No, I think it, it's more uncomfortable. This is what's interesting. Like, I don't really have that a problem, like, peeing in the same room with someone else. Yeah. But, like... Well, women are forced to do that regularly. We do that regularly. Yeah. But being next to someone who's also going... No. That is with where I draw the line. Between yeah, you? that yeah. makes me uncomfortable. No, yeah. that's weird. You don't want to see it. You can know it's happening, but you don't need to look at it. I don't know, guys. Elizabeth Reese. I'm pooping. Thanks for all of that, really. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, but no Bye. thanks. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items after this on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. That just ended. We were busy talking off the because our friend Donna, Donna showed up on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, we got to turn up her mic up. No, the mic's on. We just got to we just got to bump her up. There, hello, hello, there she hello. is. Hi. Donna's here. Donna's here because on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do a little project every day. <laughs> project. Yes. And that project is solving pop culture mysteries. Scissors and paste out, kids. Yeah. We're doing a project. <laughs> Donna, don't eat the paste, though. I'm sorry. It okay. tastes so good. I know. Uh, and we do that in the form of blind items. Today, Bradley's going to bring them to us. We are going to try to solve them. In a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hi, ladies. Hi. Juicy bits of gossip with the names left out, all from our good friends over at a little website called CrazyDaysAndNights.net. If you have nothing better to do or Instagram and Facebook are down, please head there and it'll blow your mind. Now, mm. see if you guys can work this out. I don't think any of these are going to be too hard today. <laughs> but uh, you're still going to have to work for your supper. Here we go. Great. This three-named actor, all of you know, had a blowout fight with his celebrity girlfriend this weekend. That will make their partnership much more awkward. Mm. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. (laughs) 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 Jordan, uh, Gordon, what's his face, what's his face? Joseph Joseph Gordon-Levitt. (laughs) okay here's what i need you to do put your brains in reality for a moment Uh and think of a three-named actor but not just any three-named actor because it's not going to get you far Uh think of a three-named actor who has a celebrity girlfriend girlfriend and i would say celebrity ish okay brian austin green oh oh my god Mic drop! Ooh, 
okay. She gets it. She does. She gets it. She mm-hmm. does. And who's the celebrity girlfriend? Sharna Burgess. I got Sharna Burgess. Ding. Okay, ding. Uh, let's see. Brian Austin Green had a blowout fight with Sharna Burgess mm, we this, this weekend. That'll make their partnership more awkward. Oof. Oh, because they're dancing together. Yes, I'm, I'm dancing, dancing with, with the, the stars, stars, which I will give you my review of last night's Dancing with the Stars a little bit wait. later in the show. I cannot wait. Are you watching attentively, Donna? Um, no. Nope. She doesn't watch that show. Fine, whatever. Hell no. no. <laughs> oh, aggressive. All right. Let's uh, let's uh, hit up another one of these. Blinded by the item. All right. More juicy bits of gossip. Um, I think you're going to get this, but maybe not all of it. And then maybe you'll have questions. Okay. I'm okay. foreshadowing. Which one name talk show host mm-hmm. is fuming? Mm-hmm. That that foreign-born one-named singer with a new album on the way is seriously considering going on the illiterate talk show host's show before hers. She's banned guests for doing so in the past. We got this. So it's Ellen. Uh-huh. And Adele. And? And it's Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Two out of three ain't bad, kids. Oh. Ding, ding. Ah. Oh, Wendy Williams, then. One name you said, though. Stop it. No, it's Wendy Williams. Stop it. Why'd you say stop? Oh, she's the A-literate. Because I I need you to do math. Okay, I said, I think you're going to get this, but you're going to have questions. But you you did the obvious trap that people fall into. Mm. Remember Kelly Clarkson? Mm-hmm. It's not Starts technically with a K and a C. Not mm. technically illiterate. So that right. would not be You're an right. illiterate, unless you consider K and C to be the okay, same. Okay, we get so it. that's possible. You don't. Have but to I will say us. most of the comments felt like it was Wendy Williams, which I think is hilarious. I mean, or could it be Rachel Ray? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If Adele, <laughs> but let me read the is thing. Is Adele okay. the person that you're talking about? So Ellen is fuming yeah. that Adele, with a new album on the way, is seriously consider going on Wendy Williams before no. hers. No, she's not. No. Okay, sorry. I refuse. We will not allow. You don't it. have to. I'm just telling I you know, what the preponderance of the comments, oh. which is how we play this game, uh, from Crazy Day to Nights. That's what they think. I, I of course thought Kelly Clarkson as well because to me that makes more sense. Right? He's of a caliber. I mean, there is Drew Derrymore. Yes, good old Brew Barrymore. <laughs> but but the I think we can at least all agree on the fact that somebody other than Ellen is going to get Adele's first gig. Well, and I will Ellen say Kelly Clarkson would make sense it. because Kelly, it's Clarkson Kelly Clarkson has a future and is in music. Yeah, two things that uh, Ellen is not. Ellen, it's her last show. Yeah, and like, why would you give her the first interview? Well, see, that's interesting that you said that because this is what I keep thinking about the fact that this is Ellen's last season. Yeah, is that I just don't. I feel like that's going to be a hindrance to her in terms of like you said, who's going to somebody who somebody like Adele who's going to have an entire future ahead of her. Yeah, is going to try to make uh, inroads with somebody else who also who's has be a around. future. Correct. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. All right, let's do another one, shall we? Yes. You're just knocking these out of the park, ladies. And by the way, they might be pals, Adele and Kelly Clarkson. They might do a duet. Adele. That'd be great. Adele. Apple Clumbo. 
Kelly Clarkson. Kelly. Uh, okay, here's another one. Apple crumble. Crumble. <laughs> when the time comes. What is it? Skyfalls. When the apple crumbles. No idea what's happening. Well, have, have you, you ever, ever noticed? Listen to Adele's Skyfall. Mm-hmm. She says, when the sky falls. <laughs> falls. And then she says something about crumbles. <laughs> So we like to talk about how in it fall, fall is the season fall, of apple she makes crumble. Apple crumble. <laughs> no, okay. Right. It's just like a British it's thing, funny. you know. Apparently, you understand. oh, sorry. Apparently, sorry this, for being so American. You really are, Donna. Apparently, this A plus list, mostly movie actor who did a lot of television before making it big, and his wife adopted two children who are just shy of being tweens. For some reason, they don't want anyone to know yet. It's interesting that they'll talk about their surrogate kids, but not the adopted ones. Hmm. Maybe there's no paperwork yet? Okay. Mostly movie actor or actress? A-plus list, mostly movie actor and his wife. And he did TV before he made it big? A fair amount of television before he ended up making it big. Okay. Are we... um, A-plus... A-plus list, mostly movie actor and his wife. How old is he? Who currently have... Uh, surrogate kids. Are they twins? I don't know. Is it George Clooney? Dang! Oh! Wow! Wow, yes. he's really come a long way. Okay, so here's the story. Apparently, George Clooney and uh, Amal Clooney adopted two children who are just shy of being tweens. And that's tweens, not tweens. For some reason, they don't want anyone to know yet. It's interesting that they'll talk about their surrogate kids, but not the adopted ones. Maybe there's no paperwork yet. Why did I think that uh, that uh, Amal? I I thought Amal was. Pregnant I thought she I don't know how they had kids. No, these are no, no, no. You're ta- He's talking about tweens, uh, uh-huh. kids that they adopted. Yeah, probably about to become tweens. Yep. But she had the twins. She had the twins, so that's what but I... they're I'm, hiding these other two kids from the public, is what you're saying. There's two kids that they adopted. But it says there... Interesting that, that they'll, they'll talk, talk about, about their surrogate kids, but not the adopted oh, ones. You're just saying you thought that I she thought got she, pregnant but naturally. Maybe, yeah. maybe they talk about their surrogate kids, but we don't know their surrogates? I don't, I don't know. That's confusing to me. But I am curious, and I'd like to know me more. Too. I guess we will learn at some Someday, point. I suppose we will. Should do another one? Let's... All right. I don't know about this one, but I think you guys can give it your best shot. The foreign-born failed reality star who gave birth to some barely-there celebrities and once spent six figures a year on snake oil products Mm. is really trying to take over the management of her son's girlfriend. The amount of pressure being applied on a daily basis is quite something. Okay. You said a foreign-born Failed reality star. Failed. Foreign-born failed reality star. Who has uh, given birth to some barely there celebrities. So you would likely know these. I mean, I know you know who these people are, but they're not like first, you know, first row celebrities. Is this foreign-born failed reality star? Were they a reality star in their own? uh, Like TikTok or? Or their own show? Or were they like a, a housewife or something? I think that's the latter because I'm not too familiar. Okay. I think she was a housewife, or she might still be. Okay. 
Um, uh, Lisa Vanderpump? No. Uh, so she... And yes, yeah, she was on Real Housewives. So she has a kid. She has children who are semi-famous. Actually, one of them more so. But what this blind item is saying is that she's trying to manage her son's, son's girlfriend. girlfriend. You would know her son, career. You would know her son's girlfriend more than you will know the son. So is that the better place to start is with the girlfriend, the son's girlfriend? I mean, she's a popular musician. Oh, the son's girlfriend is. Yeah. Is it Billie Eilish? No. Huh. Is um. it... You're going to probably know the former, how did I describe her? Foreign-born failed reality okay. star. How is? how about David Foster's ex? Oh, what's her Your, name? Yolanda. Yolanda Hadid. There you go. Hadid. That makes sense. So okay. Yolanda Hadid, and we're talking about, do you know her son by chance? Anwar, Anwar Hadid. Hadid. And yes. he's he is dating... I don't know who he's dating. Young musician who's super hot right now. Ariana Grande. Oh, she's married. Okay. (laughs) No, like even actually more popular. Than Ariana Grande. The gays um, love her. Um, Olivia Rodrigo? No, close though. Uh, Miley Cyrus. In in some languages, her first name would sound almost like the number two. Oh, Dua Lipa. Ding, ding. You were close. You said Jenny Tulips or something? Yeah. So Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Okay, so let me read it. So Yolanda Hadid, mm, uh, who apparently once spent six figures on snake oil, I don't know, is taking over the management of, or trying really hard to take over the management of Anwar Hadid's girlfriend, Dua Lipa. The amount of pressure being applied on a daily basis is quite something. Interesting. Yeah. Don't do it, Dua. Don't, don't do it. Don't do Dua. it. Don't Dua it. There were some photos of them like walking around lately. Like Yolanda was taking her out for fancy lunch or something. Mm, that's so. nice of her. Weird. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I did some. I did a little research, and apparently, Amal Clooney did use a surrogate. Thank oh, you. There you okay. go. All right. When we. By no. the way, I just googled no, it, wait. and it was the first thing she that came up. She used a surrogate, but she appeared pregnant. I thought so. She was pregnant. I so maybe so. they Can't are, we just a surrogate? Like a, are we just having Can like you a not have a surrogate? Oh no, wait a minute. Maybe she was artificially Can I inseminated. Ask you a question, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. No, she did she was pregnant. Hello. What yeah, hi. What? Can hi Adele. Hi. Hello. Hello. Quambo. Yeah. Is it possible to not have a surrogate uh Carry the child. You know what I think? Do some things. Here's what I and think. And then they implant. Yeah, George Clooney had sex with another woman. And the then embryos they took the into her. <laughs> no. So a surrogate is essentially the carrier yeah, yeah, yeah. of no, the I... oven for the buns. Yeah. But what I think is that our friend NT Lawyer perhaps got some stuff confused and was talking about a different way of fertilizing yeah. Yes. Yeah. and implanting. That somebody else yes. was yes. a part of that process, maybe with another Yes. Like a donor. Yep. So, so what I think is, I think is the issue is that our friend Enti perhaps could use a little little lesson. Yeah. But to be fair, fertility conversation. His uh, hot spots are really um, yachting. Yachting. Yes. Yes, please. Yeah. Lies. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Donna. Yeah, Donna, thank you so much. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm not that professional. No, she's like, I'm done, you guys. I already did my time.
When we come back, we're going to talk about Benifer again for a little publationship chat on My Talk 1071. Oh, we love a publationship on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. What is a publationship? A relationship for publicity. And there's one that we call Benefer Agenifer. Yeah. And now you guys, they're branching out. Benefer Agenifer, of course, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. They are branching out and using their publicationship uh, powers for others. In fact, you could how say giving. they are a publicationship for hire. Ooh, how and loving. I and know, giving. it's very nice of them. And also, well, I would imagine there was some quid pro quo. Mm. Uh, but anyway, I have no proof of that. But what I do have proof of is that the individual they are helping out in this case actually refers back to one of the blind items we talked about in the previous segment. None other than, ding, 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 George Clooney. Mm. Oh, because he needs help? I, apparently he <laughs> needed more than a cheap Floby lie to push his latest project. Hey. And that's exactly why you see Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck looking loved up, which I just love this lie of stage and screen. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck look loved up as they hold hands after arriving at a screening for George Clooney's new film, The Tender Bar. Or The Tender Bar. I don't know where the emphasis is supposed to be. so many questions and Um, thoughts, by the way. So literally, here we have another color-coordinated outing for Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. They always, when together, are outfit-coordinated, as you do. Almost can a little a too much that? as far as I I'm concerned. talk about that. Well, go for it. We can talk about that now. Well, I don't want to take us totally off track, but, m- but my issue right now, it's not an issue, but it just is I, an observation about Ban, ban Affleck that I want everybody to pay attention to, which is that he his style is dictated by Jennifer Lopez. And if you think that I'm making that up or if you're like, oh, no. oh come on. Play the home game. Um, Play the home game. Rewind back to when he was dating Ana de Armas and he was showing butt crack while he tried to pick up his yeah. Amazon oh. packages and uh, drinking his donkeys. And you don't need to go back into the past. Just look into the present. Anytime he is photographed alone, like if he's on an outing of his own, he looks like the schlubby mess that we've come yes. to expect with Ben Affleck, which is adorable and delightful because it's usually what I wear on a given day, and a t-shirt and jeans. But whenever he appears in the presence of Jennifer Lopez, he has been styled within an inch of his life, yes. but not just styled, color coordinated mm-hmm. and pattern and fabric and accessory coordinated so that it does not clash and lends something to the wardrobe of one Jennifer Lopez, which after a while begins looking a little too precious mm-hmm. because it almost begins to look like the parent who has coordinated. And I'm not saying you've ever done this, but you maybe have. I've done this. Coordinated your family's outfits. I've done that yeah. for for holidays, which is cute for a holiday. Or but every time you, you go out into public. We no. don't do that. So, but remember, going back to the initial um, reason I brought you here today, thank you for joining us, is that they are there to put, uh, give headlines, breathe oxygen in the publicity machine to George Clooney's new film, The Tender Bar. And they did this at West Hollywood's Pacific Design Center on Sunday. Okay. And also, by the way, George Clooney is here and he looks kind of like a schlub. Yeah, which is interesting, right? Like yeah. for his own premiere. I mean, he's wearing but but that's mm. that's a rich person flex. Uh, you're right, that's Jennifer Lopez true. is not that's not her rich person flex. Her Mm-mm. rich person flex is making her man color coordinate her. Yeah. 
Gosh, this George is a fun Clooney's home game. Rich Flex is well. This is frankly, and my dad was not a rich person, but his theory in life was like when, when you have, uh, uh, like he used to always say, like rich people just do, you know, like Weird they just stuff. Sh- they just show up. Like when you're rich, you don't have to dress up. Right. 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 Because you can just show up in jeans and a ratty T-shirt and you're like, what? I'm I'm rich. rich. (laughs) You want my money or no? Right. (laughs) Like that was how he thought uh, the world operated. And I think that's exactly what George Clooney's flex is. Yeah, that's because it's not it's not like, you know, a red carpet premiere. I'm sorry. Oh, you're rendered I'm, speechless. Well, I am because I'm. Bu- I have so many other thoughts, and, and we have no time, which is unfortunate. But when we come back, we do have a question for you. Have you ever started a home project and found that you were way in over your head? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What was that project?